Welcome to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brained up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about sprinkling seeds and hope. (laughs) What am I talking about? Well, you know that I love a little garden chat or a garden analogy. And what does it have to do with businesses or your life and your values way of being? Let's have a chat about it. So there is a quote that I love. I've shared it many times on my Instagram. And I also, it's a quote that I use at the end of each guest episode to ask people about um, their seed planting activities. And so the quote is from Ada Conroy. And I first heard this on Clementine Ford's Big Sister Hotline podcast. Anyway, one of Clementine Ford podcast um, episodes several years ago now. And she was talking to Ada Conroy, who works in domestic violence spaces and was basically asking, like, how do you keep going with this kind of work? And the quote that she shared or the words she shared were, we are planting seeds for a forest we may never get to spend time in. And I have really held on to those words and repeated them to myself often. And I think that when you are working or doing things differently, whether it's in your own micro ecosystem of your own life, um, in how you run your own business, or whether it's in the broader professional landscape, maybe, or even just cultural landscape, if you work with humans around their relationship to food and their bodies, you're doing things differently. We're operating on that edge um, and edge of what is now and the future that we are imagining and dreaming into or hoping for despite not being able to see what could be ahead. And so we're planting seeds for a forest we may never get to spend time in. And we're planting seeds that we don't know if they will germinate, if they will wither, if they will even come to fruition. But for me, the word, and so we can think, well, what's the point, right? Why plant the seed? Maybe it doesn't even grow the forest. Um, We don't even get to spend time in it. Why are we doing it? And this comes back to a few things, one about hope, but also about regenerative practices. Regenerative practices are about things that improve or increase the, um, I suppose, the environment or the space around us for not just ourselves, but for future generations. So there's that piece. And then there's the piece around hope, because for me, if I think about that quote or if I think about the work that I do where some days I show up and I'm having these conversations with myself on the podcast and I'm like wondering is anyone listening or I go to an event where the conversations are in such a different space that it feels like you know I question I think what's the point or what does anyone even want to hear what I have to share about this or not even about me but is anyone even ready and I know that you are because you're here with me and you give me your time and attention and comments and you reach out and uh, people have given me the honor of saying yes to working with me and working in this different way so I do know it is but I'm sure that you have those moments too where we just think what's the point point?" Um, and I come back to that quote often and for me 
the worst case scenario thinking or what's the worst that can happen is not that I sprinkle seeds and they don't grow because as a gardener and if you do any gardening you know often you might sprinkle seeds or plant plants and they don't grow bugs eat them the weather goes bad you forget to water them whatever it might be um and they don't you know they don't yield a harvest they don't turn into a forest or a garden or a prolific you know harvest of some sort of fruit or vegetable but the worst case scenario is not that for me but it's if I didn't actually plant the seeds if I didn't have hope that it would have hope that that little plant would someday become a big plant or that that tiny seed would become the whole root system, you know, would develop a whole root system for a garden or a forest, you know, these seeds, if we think of it that way. And I like, um, I suppose, the concept of hope um, that Rebecca Solnit, who's an author, um, talks about in one of her works and talks about hope um, and makes what's called like a radical case for hope as a commitment to act in a world whose future remains uncertain and unknowable and that's kind of I feel like really encapsulates this sort of space of throwing these seeds out here and not knowing what's going to happen but for me the worst case scenario or what's the worst that could happen is that I would lose hope would lose hope in my commitment to act into my values for a world that I want to be part of for a future that I want to see whether it happens or not And so I wanted to share this with you as maybe a little bit of motivational kind of speak or maybe just as a reminder that we are all in this together. We have this really shared common human experience of wanting things to be different, wanting to work towards change and also questioning like, what am I up to? Like, is it worth it kind of thing? And we can think about that whole idea of, you know, sprinkling the seeds and planting seeds and approaching people and hearing no's and reaching out to people and saying, hey, I've got this idea. And people saying, oh, we've actually already heard that idea, even though, you know, deep down, they haven't heard your idea, your take on it. Um, But people aren't ready for it or people are assuming that they know what you're talking about. Um, And I've had conversations like this with so many um, amazing dietitians who are trying to do things differently in our field, in our profession across the world. And there's this, sometimes you get that dispirited, right? Like, is it, am I, am I making a difference or am I doing anything? And this comes back to the whole, I suppose, idea too, of like outcome over process, because we sometimes, and I think this is a cultural value of looking at that outcome and output, right? Productivity as the kind of goal so that the the kind of like um the reason we take action is to get an outcome and this kind of if I think about this is sprinkling the seeds or planting all the seeds is that it's a redirection of our efforts back to where we actually have agency and where we have impact which is the process and so we might scatter the seeds and some might land on some concrete Some might get eaten by a bird. Um, Some might, you know, start to grow a plant, a root system, and then wither. And we could see that as a a failure. We can see that as the outcome being outside of our control and outside of our, really what we're focusing on and keeping that focus on the process. And it's in the process that we act into our values. The outcomes, while they may support a world that supports us to act more easily into our values... It's our, our, it's our processes, it's the actions we take that actually 
are the part of the acting into our values or acting into your values within your life, within your business. So a few caveats around that. Ideally, we wouldn't want to sprinkle the seeds on cement, right? But what if we did? And and like, have you ever seen a weed plant growing in a crack? Um, as a gardener, I always find it so hilarious in some ways. Um, like we, we, we coddle plants, we try and grow these things, and then you'll see weeds growing in cracks on the sidewalk, wild fruit trees growing on the edge of, you know, the road, the highway, when the fruit tree in my orchard needs all this care and coddling. Um, there's, I suppose, these signs from nature that, yeah, okay, we might not try and plant things in the harshest conditions. And yet when we do, when plants themselves or nature or ideas or our work can flourish and grow in so many different spaces. And so, yes, we wouldn't necessarily um, purposely. And so like a, an example might be, um, you know, if you work in the the area of the non-diet space or weight inclusive space, yeah, you might not go to a Weight Watchers meeting. Do Weight Watchers still have those meetings? And talk about that approach, right? It could be like popping your plant on the middle of a cement path, um, popping your little seed there. It's probably unlikely to sprout, right? And yet there can be those times where we do sprinkle the seeds and we spread them far and wide and we hope that it's, maybe it might find that little crack in the sidewalk, crack in the, in the concrete. And, of course, to caveat, minding our capacity and energy and resources that we're not wearing ourselves out, sprinkling all these seeds everywhere, right? And further to that idea where we can, we want to cultivate ecosystems of care and support so that we are nourished and supported and reminded of this hope for a commitment to act into a world whose future remains uncertain and unknowable, um, to remind us, to bring us back to that, to allow us to ground. And so that can be an ecosystem of care, can be around just having that very strong foundation of your own values within your business. Um, And that's the whole point of my program, Radical, which all comes back down to the whole idea of a seed and the root system. Um, and also it can be around ecosystems. So creating spaces or finding spaces, connections to other humans, either doing similar work or that just remind you when you talk to that human or humans, you just remember what you're up to. And that's why um, Jess over at Empowering Dietitians and Celestina and I hold the conversation corner which is a free monthly space I'll just do a little plug for that and I'm going to pop the link to that in the in the show notes um free monthly space for dietitian entrepreneurs to come together and to be held and hold others and have this little ecosystem of care uh, where we can connect around doing things differently so that's just a little plug for that Um, but cultivating those within your own life maybe it's within in-person spaces or around you so that when you are sprinkling seeds one you're cultivating you know spaces within your business where you're um marketing and sharing things through your values so that the humans that are coming into your ecosystem and your community are there and they're interested in the seeds you're planting but also those spaces to rejuvenate and resource you around this work and where you're going so that's a plug for you know taking care of yourself and creating you know building the soil of the ecosystem of what you're in so like in a garden we build the soil we feed the soil we make sure that it's there and it's ready to take the seed when it comes and so that's a big part of business as a values driven business as a business in a space where you're doing things differently is to cultivate the soil and that's what I believe our marketing can do is really cultivate that soil and create a space for these seeds that we're planting to flourish in. 
And the other piece I want to speak to is around this whole idea of, you know, quote unquote failure. Um, Each seed will have an impact. So each time you share something, there will be an impact. And maybe you know, if we, again, if we think of in the garden, um, weed seeds will come off a plant and they say things like one year's weeds, seven year's seeds. Oh no, one weed seed, seven, one year's seeds, seven year's weeds or something like that. Anyway, I can't remember the thing. Basically what it means is that the weed seeds can basically lay dormant in the soil for like seven years. And so similarly, you're sprinkling seeds out and you might be sprinkling seeds to people who maybe take time, take time for that seed to germinate. Um, the root system's growing. If if you know anything about bamboo, bamboo takes three to five years for the first shoot to actually emerge from the ground. The whole time it's building this strong root system. And so the information we share and us showing up consistently in our values is having an impact, whether it's apparent straight away or it's a slow burn or it sits dormant until maybe somebody has another experience or until they hear you say it for the 20th time and all of a sudden it it clicks and that seed starts to germinate. Seeds that go into the ground might feed wildlife, right? So like it's a whole different thing. We don't know what the outcome right will be, but each seed will have an impact. Um, it Maybe it starts to build a root system and starts feeding the mycorrhizal network, which is basically the fungi and the bacteria and all of the, the microbials kind of thing and the um, mycelium, like all, all the stuff going on in the soil, which we kind of are learning more about. And it might feed that, but then the plant might wither and die, right? So you don't see the plant, the plant doesn't grow and you don't get a big harvest of something. Um, But the roots are feeding that soil. Over summertime in the past summer, I had some capsicum plants, which are pepper to my friends in the US, um, sweet peppers, and the plants just kind of like really didn't do much. And traditional kind of gardening would say, well, you pull those plants out, right? But I had nothing else in that spot and I had nothing else planning to go in there. And so I left them there because even though they weren't flourishing, I never got a capsicum off them. The roots were still going to be feeding the soil. The leaves of the plant are still shading the soil. So even when we don't, you know, quote unquote, have a harvest, obtain a yield as far as like a, a, a big crop of juicy capsicums, it still creates an impact in the ecosystem. And again, my work, where my focus, my commitment is to the process. And so the process had benefits and I could see that that process was working towards something. And so again, in your business, you might be holding space for things or, you know, doing something regularly in your business that doesn't feel like it necessarily is bearing big fruits. So say, for instance, I'll give you this example, my podcast. I do this every week. Every week I put out an episode. Um, I'm in the hundreds of my episodes now. I've been doing this for, for several years. My download numbers are not huge. You know, I don't get lots and lots of humans that are listening. You know, I'm not in the the million. Let me just tell you, the million download but um, uh, milestone is quite some time away. I don't even know. I know that some of the people that listen to the podcast because they tell me about it, but I don't know if my podcast has ever led to someone thinking, yes, I want to work with Laura or whether it's even introduced someone new to my ecosystem. I don't kind of know, but I do it every week because of one, the process, the benefit it has for me of sharing and showing up and talking about what 
is on my mind and my heart. Um, but also it's like the, it's like that little capsicum plant. It still was having benefits. It was feeding the soil. It was shading the soil. And so this podcast has benefits I see to me and hopefully for other people to feel less alone, to hear an idea and just think and see themselves or hear themselves in that. And if I can create a space with one podcast, with my podcast where one person feels seen, heard and known, then that's enough. That's like that little capsicum plant, just feeding the micro, not just, but feeding the microbial network. Sure, it's not necessarily giving me a yield of capsicums. I'm not getting millions of downloads and I don't really need them either. But just to give you an example of there can be actions or activities that we do in our business that maybe don't have a ROI that looks, you know, spot on on paper. And yet it is one way, another way that you show up in the commitment to your values and that case for hope as a commitment to act into a world whose future remains uncertain and unknowable. Not knowing what the impact of my podcast will be, but knowing that the process of doing it is a commitment to myself and my values and the conversations that I want to be starting in the world. So that is what I wanted to talk to you about today is about planting seeds and as it relates to your business. Um, So, you know, plant those seeds. It might not reap a harvest, but plant it not just to reap a harvest, plant them not just for the outcomes, but simply because not planting them isn't an option for you and your values-led life. And not planting them becomes not an option for showing up in your values, in your business, for sharing what you have for the world. And hold that radical hope, the radical case for hope as a commitment to act in a world whose future remains uncertain and unknowable. And if you ever need an ecosystem of care or some fertile soil, know that I'm always here to hold space for support. I'll drop the link to the um, conversation corner in the show notes for anyone who wants to check that out. And if you need some support or you need to cultivate your ecosystem of care to keep sprinkling those seeds, then please do because we are planting seeds for a forest we may never get to spend time in. Heck, a forest that may never flourish, but perhaps it grows one little tree and that tree changes the world for you know a whole host of microbes and things and so of course to be super literal in our business you put some things out and maybe you build your business and it doesn't serve millions and millions of people but it makes a huge difference for the humans that you do connect to the humans that you do serve the humans that hear themselves and feel seen heard and known simply by the seeds and the work that you are scattering through the world Um, and to me that's enough So go out there, sprinkle those seeds and create that ecosystem of care. And let me know if you need somebody around to support you in this work. Um, You don't have to do it alone. Uh, We can create forests, which is more than one, uh, one tree by itself, but we can create these spaces and hold these spaces for each other. And I'm always here for that if you need it. Um, If you want to talk about this concept, if you're interested, if you're confused and you've got questions because maybe I made it really confusing, then feel free to reach out. You can always catch me over on Instagram, laura at dietitianvalues.com on the email. And until next time, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. 
Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the convo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.